Great coaches ask great questions. Days at work are the days when the light bulb goes on for somebody else. Well, hello and welcome to On It, Not In It, the interview series. I'm your host, Todd Eppert, and today I'm joined by Kevin Royce, who is a co-founder, co-owner of Excel Physical Therapy. Kevin, thank you so much for joining us. Would you like to kick us off with a brief background as to who you are and what you do? Yeah. Thanks, Todd. Uh, my name is Kevin Royce. I'm a physical therapist. I did my undergraduate training at Central Michigan University, and then I went to the University of Dayton and received a doctorate in physical therapy. I then joined Excel Physical Therapy eight years ago um, and then became a clinic director and then a regional director and then a senior regional director, which basically means I run all operations for our business. And then I became a co-owner uh, end of 2020. Three. Excellent. Yeah. And that's where I want to start. So yeah. So you worked in the business for a while, eight years, seven years ish. Uh, you got promoted several times, took on more responsibility within the business. And then end of 2023, you took the journey and the leap into business ownership. So what was it that sparked that or inspired you to make that decision? If you asked me in PT school, would I ever be a business owner or even a manager? I would have said absolutely not. I just want to treat patients. I want to help the community as much as I can. But I really realized that my talents really were within the management side. I love the business. I love the numbers. I really enjoy working in that capacity and having the opportunity for our owner to pass the torch on to me and one of my other coworkers was a great opportunity that I just couldn't pass up. And I was already invested in it from a time and effort and energy standpoint. So it just made sense for me. Gotcha. So you, you followed one of the typical paths of how a business transfers. Um, so you joined the business, you worked in the business for a while, you're capable, you're a technician, in the business for lack of a verb, being a, being a physical therapist. So the old owner, when they're ready to leave, they kind of sell the business off to some younger blood to take the business over. Is that how it worked, Kevin? Yeah, Greg, our CEO, he is still in the business, but I think this was his opportunity to kind of start that transition period while still having some um, presence within the company. Awesome, awesome, yeah. I also love that you brought up the fact that when you're in school, you know, all you wanted to do, and I'm gonna use the term technician, um, it's a Michael Gerber, um, you know, E-Myth Revisited type of a term, but there's there's kind of three eyes that we carry in the business world. One of them is technician. I do the job. I'm a technical expert within the business. Then there's the manager side, which is the numbers and the hiring and the looking back. And then there's the entrepreneur side, which is the growth, the visionary. Um, and that's the that's what I call truly the on it side of the business is that when you're in that entrepreneur space. So awesome. Well, thanks for sharing that. And you're you're, uh, you've been a technician for a while, you've moved into the manager slot, and now you've recently stepped into that space to become the entrepreneur. Yep. Awesome. Awesome. So, so okay, it's only been a few months, but you've also been management for a little while. So what are some misconceptions about running the business and how do you address them? Uh, for me, the biggest shock, and I had a lot of great mentors who warned me of this, but uh, I didn't believe them. Uh, they told me that People change slowly. And in our world, it is um, not essential to pivot quickly, uh, but it is essential to stay up on the most current research and best practices and, and things like that. 
And I thought, I'm a great leader. I can get people to change quickly. Uh, when in reality, that was probably the biggest struggle of the repeat uh, coaching and mentorship and everything that I had received from all of my mentors, I had to then pass down. And uh, that was a slower process than I had hoped. Um, but thankfully, people do come around and we are able to get our business going in the right direction. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. So change management is not easy. Uh, I often tell my clients uh, change happens for one of two two reasons. People choose to make it or they it hurts not to make it. Right. And we don't like to make it hurt not to change. Right. So it does take time when they're choosing. So that's awesome. So um, so one of the things that I've also bumped into as I've done the podcast with a number of owners is that one of the things that suffers uh, a lot of people start their business because they want more control more freedom. And then all of a sudden they end up getting the shackles of, I just work in the business. So maybe you haven't gotten there yet because you just kind of took on the entrepreneurial journey, but you have been there for eight years. So how have you maintained a work-life balance as you've grown in your career? And now what are your plans as now you're the owner? It's on you now. Yeah, I think this was a big journey that I had to go on, I would say about two, when I took over as a regional director. So in our world, a regional director runs operations for all of our offices. So we're in the Dayton area. Our main office is in Vandalia. We have one up in Anna and then one in Beaver Creek. And so my responsibility is managing the operations for all of them. Um, I had always thought the harder I work, you know, lead by example, the better it's going to be when in reality, I just simply got burned out. Um, so about two years ago, I refocused and made sure that I prioritized what matters to me. And obviously the business is one of those components, but at the same time, being a physical therapist, physical fitness is a big part of my happiness. And thankfully my wife is excellent at keeping me on track and telling me to go for a run, get out of the house, go blow off some steam when she can see that I'm past that point. But thankfully um, I now have a healthy balance of understanding my limits, when to say no, when to push harder, and then also making sure to take care of myself, whether it's with physical activity, spending time with family or reading. And then when it comes to the entrepreneurial side with the business, it is for me having great leaders in place that I trust. Um, for a long time, we just didn't have leaders available. Um, so that was a lot falling on me and controlling it, which was nice because I had the full say, but at the same time, as we're looking over the next couple of years to grow, we had to have leadership in place. And I've been very fortunate to be surrounded by a lot of excellent clinicians, but also excellent leaders who, when I do need to step back, I feel comfortable just passing it on to them. Excellent. So those are leaders inside of the business model that you're part of at Excel? Yeah. So our business structure would be myself as the senior regional director with uh, three clinic directors. So each of our offices has a leader within it, who then is kind of my point person that I go to if I need something done. And then they manage the operations inside of their individual offices. Excellent. And those are the folks that you're able to hand off some things to. You've got the opportunity to delegate some tasks to. Yeah, absolutely. So, excellent. That's great. So one of the ways you maintain work-life balance is A, like kind of waking up smelling the coffee realizing this isn't good for me your wife kind of slaps you into shape which is great i, I just thought my wife sent me on runs because she didn't like me <laughs> but more importantly you've developed some leaders around you that you can rely on to get things done and you don't have to watch right that's great mm -hmm. uh so excellent so um would you mind sharing with our li listeners uh what are the challenges you're facing today as our, as, as your organization we are very fortunate that we haven't struggled with this as much as some others in our industry, but hiring. 
Um, mm -hmm. We're always looking for more physical therapists and they're just not out there. The PT schools are not turning them out fast enough to accommodate the increased need with the baby boomer population, our ever aging um, US population. They're always gonna need physical therapy and right now it's uh, very apparent. Um, we have been able to keep up with that by focusing on old contacts. So we've rehired a lot of our former students who used to work for us and bringing them back into the business. Um, so across the entire uh, U.S., that is one hiring issue is, is just the number of people available. And then in our world, personally for Excel, uh, it's just the insurance companies. Uh, they continuously are cutting back on reimbursement. So we're running with tighter margins and having to get creative on how we can make the most uh, out of less. Yeah, good good thoughts. Thanks, I appreciate you sharing that. You, you, you know, I, I haven't had a lot of medical professionals on the podcast as of yet, but yeah, you, you have to deal with a few other things that some of our other uh, some of our other entrepreneurs don't have to do. You got regulations, but you've also got the insurance companies that get to decide how much you get paid, which kind of is, is painful, right? Uh, even yeah, though, it's, it's yeah, just an interesting, it's an interesting setup in that we don't get to dictate our own pricing. They just tell us what they're going to pay us. I think if you look at any other business model, it's kind of backwards. Like if if you went to a restaurant, no one would say, well, I'm only going to pay this. And the um, chef says, yeah, that sounds good. Um, but that's kind of the market that we're in. Awesome. Awesome. So maybe that's one of the uh, uh, evolving points that's happening around you. Uh, you've talked about some things that you've, how you personally evolved in your own leadership, but um, talk about a little bit more about some of the uh, the things that are evolving in the business landscape that you play in. Like everybody remembers 2020. You obviously had to deal with some different things there. Hopefully you never have to deal with that again, but there are constantly things coming at us like pandemics and things where we have to adapt. So how are you adaptable and how are you open to change? Our practice was founded by uh, Greg McKenzie and he's from South Africa and in South Africa, physical therapy looks a little bit different than it does in the US. It's very manual therapy based. And so for a long time, that set us apart. The US is catching up and the PT schools are turning out more manual therapists now more than ever. And so our the thing that differentiated us is no longer special. Everybody's kind of doing it. And so for us, I see our opportunity in the marketplace as creating uh, specialists. And so within the physical therapy world, we go to school for a long time, but then afterward, we can study and take additional board exams to become board certified in certain specialties. So within our practice, that's our main focus is creating the most specialized clinicians so that the patients get the best outcomes possible. So we're trying to differentiate ourselves in the marketplace by having the top skilled clinicians. And then in addition, just uh, expansion, we're looking to open new offices to move into different demographics, different markets, um, just so that we can impact as many lives as possible. Excellent. Excellent. Thanks for sharing that. So that kind of takes away from a little bit from the question I was about to ask, but that's okay. Um, so you maybe gave us a little bit of a glimpse into future plans. You talked about new locations, being able to serve a greater population, maybe changing some of the things that you're um, skill set involves uh, to try to regain some of that differentiation in the marketplace that you used to have. Uh, but but what's next for you? I mean, you maybe you just stepped into this ownership journey, but what's what's your next steps look like as an entrepreneur? Um, yeah, continued 
education. That's the main thing for me. I just finished a business certification program and then I'm set to start a pain certification. So it's called the therapeutic neuroscience certification program, um, just so that I can mentor our staff a little bit better. There were opportunities for me to specialize more, but I felt like the pain side, every patient coming in deals with pain. And so I can encompass uh, a little bit of everything for our staff. Um, and then the growth. So looking to travel down a new pathway, which would be opening new clinics. As I mentioned before, I've been with the company for eight years and we haven't opened a new clinic since I've been here. The last one that was opened was a month before I started. And so that's a new journey I'm excited for. Um, hopefully within the next year, we're looking at one, maybe two new offices as we've been able to hire great therapists who are potential clinic directors down the road. Um, it allows us to start looking at those different opportunities. Excellent. Excellent. Thanks for sharing that. Um, I appreciate that. Mm -hmm. So, uh, so last question for you for today is what advice would you offer an aspiring entrepreneur who's either just getting started kind of like yourself, although you've been in the business for eight years, but maybe just starting their business or maybe they've started and now they're struggling. What would you advise them with? Uh, for me, it's, it's been three different areas. One would be mentorship. So I'm very fortunate that over the course of my career, even when I was considering becoming a physical therapist, I was able to connect with a lot of very knowledgeable and skilled individuals who I've constantly leaned on throughout my career. As you mentioned, I'm new into the management side, but being in the business for a long time, it's I've gone through a lot of different problems and different experiences. And so having a vast network that I can rely on um, has been really important. Um, Taking care of yourself, I found uh, in the last two years uh, was extremely beneficial, not just for me and my family, but also the business. Uh, when I first moved into that leadership position and wasn't taking care of myself, my energy trickled down to my staff. And so by switching my focus and making sure I'm the best person and showing up as well as I can, it had a really positive impact on our business and just the culture within it. And then the final piece I would say would just be continue to learn. Um, the business certification program put me way outside of my comfort zone. As a physical therapist, we had no business training in school. And so it was a lot of learn on the fly. And so I'm just trying to absorb and learn from those who are experts. And so I put myself out there with that. And then my goal is each year to kind of have some big type of learning, um, shifting back into the PT world this year with the pain certification. But last year was all about learning more about the business. So I would say, make sure you're continuing to tap into your available resources and never stop learning. Yeah, I love those. And, and actually, I'm going to point to number two. I like that one the best out of yours. I mean, not, not that I like it any better than the rest of them. I think it's great to do continuously learning and having people around you that can help you is fantastic. But I love the fact that you pointed out that when you're not at your personal best, it impacts not only your family and yourself, but it also impacts your business and your employees. Um, and I think that's really important for our listeners to hear. It's not just about you. It's actually about the people that are around you more than anything, which is awesome. So thanks for sharing that, Kevin. So uh, so again, Kevin, thank you so much for joining us today. I appreciate your time. Appreciate you sharing with our listeners and our readers and our, uh, our viewers on this one. It was great meeting you and learning more about your entrepreneurial journey and where you've come and how far you've come. Uh, to everybody watching and listening, I look forward to seeing and uh, speaking to you in the next episode. Thanks again, Kevin.